It's Speaking with Gravity, and I'm Curvin. I'm D. I'm Ty. I'm Joshua. And we are a host of a podcast that talk about mental health and how everything affects everything. With every episode, the goal is to have a conversation that will make you think, make you feel, make you do what is best for you. It's, a ther- it's not therapy. It's a podcast. I was about to say it's therapy. No, this, this is not therapy right here. <laughs> um, matter of fact, while we serve as mental health professionals, the information and content being discussed during our podcast is not intended to be utilized or substituted as therapy. The purpose of this broadcast is to share our personal perspectives through open dialogue about various content based on our personal, educational, and professional experience. So before we really uh, kind of go into what we were we were supposed to talk about today y'all were having a discussion about we language were. right yeah can't one d um josh ty somebody give me like where were y'all at like how did y'all even get there about this language thing i don't know how we got how did we get i know i was talking about tact about using tact but do you <laughs> well, we got there because that? uh just sharing factual information factual mm-hmm. okay and um maybe the context of it, but then we were just like, nah, the context was okay because it was facts, you know. Uh, and then the two of them just started. Uh, so somebody was giving facts to somebody else, and then go ahead. Well, I said that the Greeks and Romans on a previous stole, episode. Yeah. On a previous episode, you said Greeks and African, Romans. African, oh, we African culture and history. <laughs> um, you know, and, and it, that's proven record. I mean, it's factual information, and then we were just. The conversation kind of expanded okay. into, yeah. So, what, what, Josh, were you trying to say Sorry, she went, she shouldn't have said it? No, right I thought I thought that was dope. And in the last episode, y'all make sure y'all look at it because some I don't know, I don't know. Make sure y'all look at it. Last episode, I was encouraging her to say uh, to go ahead and say that. Yeah, speak your truth. Um, and I, I I always I don't I don't know how we got on the part about being tactful. <laughs> I don't know how we got on that though. But you, you said that, that more than one time about yeah. being tactful. About being tactful. And, and actually, even in being tactful, you've said more than one time you're considerate of other people's feelings or Very something. Very considerate. Um, well, I, okay, I think D might have started saying, uh, somebody started saying something, and I was like, um, that's true, but you know, I'm also tactful too, or something like that. It was something like that. And so then D just jumped on me. Now I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just bad. She didn't jump on me, but you know, um, it, it is really important. Tell them, D, how important it is really for you to um, tell them what you were saying, D. I think what we ultimately were discussing is how, in my opinion, because I can't speak for everyone else, um, in the African American community, we are the only community that has to continuously monitor our language and we have to modify what we're saying for our intended audience audience ongoingly and what I was saying to him is that sometimes when you're speaking the truth the truth is just the truth it is what it is and sometimes I think the consciousness of always trying to be tactful really loses the message sometimes because you're trying to say it in the most political way. Well, sometimes everything doesn't have to be said politically, right? I'm not in that arena. Now, I think it's important to be attentive to our audience, but sometimes in communication, trying to sound good isn't always conveying the message that you're really needing to get across. Like, right, right, trying 
to address information by sweeping it under or beating around the bush, what are you really saying? Like, just get to the point. And I think in some conversations, we have to just get to the point and call it for what it is. Um, and I think, you know, I, I'm picking it, Josh. I know the importance of being tactful, right? Because you, you have to know where you are and who you're communicating with. And again, I think in a certain environment, tactfulness is always important. But in some conversations, I'm not responsible if you are offended by my truth right? Right, right and i'm not gonna apologize for it being my truth whether you agree or disagree with it and i think because oftentimes if someone doesn't agree with it that begins to negate my truth and i see this a lot of times with people in general like just because somebody didn't like what you said doesn't make it not your reality right mm -hmm. just because i say that racism exists and you don't like it doesn't mean that racism doesn't exist right it's <laughs> it's the truth and people don't like to talk about racism they don't like to talk about race they like to talk around it but the truth of the matter when you come to the way a lot of things exist and coexist in our society is stemmed upon economics and racism and we can't omit that and the more we keep trying to talk around it the more we keep ending up in the same space yeah the more and, it's and, and i think part of what i was saying too was uh uh, you know, not going off of emotion, like, like not just speaking off of emotion, but using tact in that manner to where, you know, I'm really thoughtful about what I'm saying, you know? Um, like, and I was telling them about a situation I, I recently had with uh, someone, you know, who was from another race, a uh, white guy, older white guy, you know, who I felt like was, you know, trying, almost trying to put me in my place, so I had to put him in his place, but in a very professional way, so this person doesn't think, and not so that they think, but so that, well, yeah, so that this person knows that I'm not, you know, that I am professional, that I'm not acting off of emotion, and that, um, that I'm someone that's qualified to be there, you know? Um, and I don't, I don't feel as though, you know, that's like a reaction, really, or anything, to them feeling that way, I just feel like we might as well, in the beginning, let me go ahead and let you know who I am, you know? Uh, this is who I am, and I am a professional person, and I'm here, part of why I'm here is because, part of why I'm in business, in business relations, is because, you know, I am a professional person, and, you know, you gotta put some respect on my name. But, what I, I guess what I was saying is, what in the beginning ever alluded to the fact that you weren't professional? Right? So just the way you present yourself is professional, right? So what would make someone see you as less than professional? And what I'm saying is I'm not in a place of where I want to continuously confirm for someone else my professionalism. I just had this conversation with um, one of uh, the people I work with, and it was just like whether I have on a three-piece suit or whether I have on a t-shirt and some jeans I'm still as professional as I was in either decor like it doesn't matter yeah, what but I you, have you on. can't, you can't deny that it's still gonna it's gonna send out a certain message it sends out but a message whether, yeah. whether you in a three-point three-piece suit or a jogging suit now, I think no I think that's the problem with society no 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 it's, that's not a problem it's, it, it is a problem you because I think that's that, that is a problem and it depends me. on your because career because people too. in three points three-piece suits people pay attention to but most of the time them are the most misinformed people ever ever <laughs> they so. convey yeah. misinformation and they play on language and i feel like 
what does what you have on tell me about you? Now, I'm, I'm not disagreeing for you. Presentation is important, but a lot in what a- avenue? Well, well okay, I, I'll, right, say, so I'll say I'll in, say in my role, if the more dressed up I am, the more dressed up I am, it does it does send a message. It, it sends a message to you or to other people. To other people. To other people. And yeah. and, it, and how and the way that I feel. I feel as though when I have my suit on, I don't know. I feel as though I carry myself a little bit differently. I, I just, I just feel as though I do. Now I, um, I had that from Dion, from Dion Sanders. Because you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you work good, or produce good, or whatever, and, and he keep on going with it. So from that perspective, I like to be dressed up or, or dress the way I want to be dressed in that moment. So that I can feel good And I can start conveying Whatever I want to convey Nothing that goes back to the point If me wearing a t-shirt and jeans Makes me feel good gotcha. Then it doesn't determine Whether or not my profession I'm less professional Less intelligent Or more intelligent You know Or more professional But on the flip side I do feel good when I dress up too You right. know I, I do It just And then the perception From other people Or how other people view you Which I mean it doesn't matter But it's like Hmm there's a difference, you know, mm-hmm. when I wear this versus when I wear that. When I speak this way versus when I speak this way. And I get what you're saying. It's like, I can speak this way <laughs> or I can enunciate every word and make sure I'm very articulate without the head and the hands. Right. And it still be the same. Like, I don't know, you know. But, and, and awareness can be a gift and a curse. <laughs> uh, uh, like awareness, <laughs> awareness can be a gift and a curse, right? I was aware that this person... I was aware of how he, what he thought about me, you know, mm-hmm. emotional intelligence. Right, I, I, I was emotionally aware, and I took that, and my response to that was simply, okay, I'm gonna let you know who I am, you know. So that was my whole thing <laughs> in us talking. So you know, uh, but I, but I did it in a professional way, though, you know. And so I used tech. I was raised. I was raised, and my whole thing about it was, coming up, I was raised, you can say anything you want to, anything on the planet you want to, as long as you say it with tact. You can say it, right? So I'm able to say, you know, I feel like things that wouldn't be appropriate, I'm able to say it. If I say it in a tactful way, I feel like I can say it, and that, that's all I But here's my saying. thing, if something's inappropriate, no matter how tactful, Tech for you is It's still inappropriate Not inappropriate I shouldn't have said inappropriate I I shouldn't have said inappropriate And and I don't want you to think That I disagree with you Because I I agree with you 100% in what you're saying But I think What I'm saying is We as a community We always Have to be conscious Of how and what And where And why we say things And when we say things It's taken At true face value but if someone else of a different different ethnic group says the same thing it was oh well they were joking it was a playful conversation it wasn't intended that way like even in this when people make statements that can be offensive like we've seen it a hundred times on these new casts where they are really saying what they really feel and then they turn around and have to apologize for it i didn't mean to offend you but the truth of the matter is you didn't have a problem with what you said you only had a problem with it when someone else took offense to it and what Mm -hmm. i'm saying to you is speak your truth if that's your truth that's your truth own it that's all I'm saying is own what you're saying, how you said it. Because even if you apologize, it doesn't take away from you were speaking your real truth in that moment. But I'm always going to speak my truth now. Uh, so are you 
It sounds like you saying if he's being tactful or calculated, he's not speaking his truth no, in that moment. No, I'm not saying that that's not the case. I'm saying in being tactful, make sure that he's speaking his truth. That's what I'm okay. saying. That's what I'm saying. We're not disagreeing nah, I, right, right, in right, what we're saying. What I'm saying is you can't always be... Tactful. Being tactful can't always be your primary focus because in some essences... I can take offense to anything you say, no matter how tactful you say. Some people you need to I'm be saying? tactful, though. Right. Some people need to be tactful. Like I agree. So you have, and that's why I said earlier, you have to be attentive to your audience. I'm not disagreeing with that, right? But uh, and when it comes to language and communication, we've talked about this on previous episodes too. It's important. But I, I think when you are focused too much on being tactful, you may misconvey your message, focusing on being tactful. And you can, I'm you saying, can. don't omit your truth. Trying to be tactful. That's that's. Okay. What I, I think I think that's really important. I think yeah. that's really important. You can't miss the mark like that. Right. Um. Yeah. So you got to be thoughtful. You got to be mindful of that. Yeah. I think we. Yeah. We were agreeing. We were agreeing. Yeah. 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 We beautiful. we we right here now. Yeah. We definitely right here. Um. <clears throat> one of the things that I got from you when you were talking earlier was uh, speaking your truth and knowing your audience. And I think sometimes um, with this particular podcast, even I know myself personally, I can't speak for you. I am trying to be articulate, trying to be tactful, and maybe missing a point in trying to do that. You know, the purpose of this is to, the podcast is to reach African-American community, the black community, um, and talk about mental health and how every, everything really do affect us. I, having to the, the, the decide on uh, how I look, quote unquote, as a professional, how I talk, quote unquote, as a professional. Um, and then all the other stuff we just we talked about, uh, leadership and boundaries and all the other stuff that we talk, everything affects us, and we're trying to get that point across uh, in this podcast. So you know, to your point, I'm going to try to be just more natural. I'm going to tell, just, you just get it I'm tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. You can always practice. Yeah. If, you, if you want to talk more, you know, with, with more, I'm, if you want to pronounce your words better, if you want to um, articulate things in a certain way, go practice. You know, you, you can, yeah, you could, and that can become your natural flow. That's not cheating yourself. That's not not being yourself. But if, you, if you're in a setting where, if you're around the type of people where you need to talk like that, and it's better to get your point across like that, then practice talking like that. So that can naturally be you. You're not cheating yourself. You, you're still being yourself. I think you are cheating yourself if you're doing it with the intentions of getting approval of others. So I think that's the separation. I'm going to say it like this. I'm with saying, me, though, I feel like it's I feel like I feel like if I did that, I wouldn't feel like I'm cheating myself. Though I didn't say you were. I said if you're doing it for the with purpose the of approval, okay. of gaining acceptance from someone else, then you are cheating yourself, and because then you're not walking in your truth. I am who I am. Now, does that mean I don't have the right to evolve and grow and do those things? No, I'm always working on improving myself. So if that means improving my communication, if that means improving my um, professionalism, how I dress, you know, just the way in which I carry myself, that's true. But I'm going to do that for me. Right. I'm not doing it so that I can get approval from okay, you. Yeah. Right. That's my truth. And I think what we as a society often do for people is. We don't let people be in their truth. And there's such a freedom when you walk in your truth and when you embrace who you are. And for us as a culture, we are often told that being black and being who we are is wrong. And so I feel like when you're in a society that is constantly telling you who you are is wrong, then you're constantly trying to manifest who they want you to become, right? 
I, if you're putting on that three-piece suit because it makes you feel good and that's what you wanted to sure. wear, all by means, right? I'm not saying that, that that doesn't portray professionalism. I get that. But what I'm saying to you is your value doesn't change if you're not in that three-piece suit. And that's what I want people to understand. And for, I get that you say that you understand that, but there are a lot of people in our culture who don't. There sure. are a lot of people who place value on how a person appears to be. And that's where we get this popularity idea, right? Because that's where all of these older cultures come from. And there is so much that we miss focusing on the perception what's being presented to us that's how we are b missing the mark that's how we miss the messages that people are saying because sure. we're so focused on what we're seeing and what what's being pushed in our face that we don't really realize what's going on behind closed doors right and so this is where i feel like you have to have that active listening ear you were able to dissect or recognize or analyze that situation with that in, in that lawyer that you were communicating because you had an active ear, right? But there were some people who would have just took what he was saying at face value, right? It would have just been a, enough and that would have been the end of the conversation. And what I'm saying is you have to be intentional and you do have to have that level of self-awareness and you do have to be in your truth so that you can recognize those moments and move forward, right? Totally for agree. You. I feel like some people uh, equate, like even you was talking about being black, some people equate being black or talking black to talking street. Right. So I feel like if you equate it to that, then you and your natural self, you, you're going to feel like, I feel like that's a big misconception right there from the very beginning, you know? So if we're talking about speech, then we got to get that one out the window too. That it's like being black is not just, you know, I don't know. I feel like that's a big misconception. Out there. I know Damn, black right. is not one not certain, certain thing. thing. Right, right. We're it's not, not monolithic. one certain thing. We, and it's, it's a lot of things that encompass us as a community, as a people. So, you know, you have to battle with that. But leading into what we were supposed to be talking about today, when you're talking about having a, have these thoughts about constantly comparing yourself to what? Now, I, maybe I shouldn't say constantly comparing yourself because I don't. Um, but maybe somebody is at that stage where they're stage where they're constantly comparing themselves to what people want them to be, what what you should be as an American, what you should be as a South Carolinian or wherever you live, Georgia, uh, Georgia or something like that. But you have to take time for self care. Um, Ty, you say this all the time: <laughs> sit with yourself. That was just really <clears throat> sit with yourself, and that kind of goes into. Uh, our current uh, episode, the beauty of, the beauty and the beast of self care. You got to do it. You got to do it to really check yourself to say, I am I, uh, as she said, am I doing this for the approval, or am I doing it to get the point across? For sure. Um, one of the, the the Twitter discussions. I'm I'm just we just gonna kind of free flow this one. But the Twitter discussion that we had out here is treat yourself like someone you're responsible for helping. And when I think about it like that, right, treat myself like I would treat my son, treat myself like I would uh, 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 treat my wife. Uh, I'm not going to allow certain things to come to them if I can. Right? I'm going to try to protect them at all costs. Why wouldn't I do that for my own self? Mm. Um, to your point of, yeah, practicing. If you want to speak a certain way, be articulate in a certain manner. But why not... You just take me for what I am. What I'm, as, as D say, what I'm saying is true. Is it or is it not true? 
you gonna take it how I'm gonna give it to you, <laughs> or you you we don't have to we don't have to do business together. We don't have to entertain each other if that's the case. And you do get tired. You I feel like the older you get, the more tired you get. You get tired of trying to fit in this this certain I don't know if I want to say box, but just sit fit fit into whatever society or whatever people are creating for what you're doing in that moment, whether that be a position, whether that be um, your color, your, your space that you're in in that moment. You get tired of just fitting into it. Nah, man, I'm just going to do me. Within the confines of the rules or regulations or whatever it is, but I'm going I'm to do me. But I, I don't know. I just had to throw that do out. Do me within the confines of, you say what? Well, like, so... Um, if we, I'm going to use the sports analogy. You know, you got football, you got basketball. There's still going to be rules and regulations. You can't just ignore the rules. You right. still got to be within the rules, but I ain't got to dribble the same way you got to dribble. I ain't got to shoot the same shot that you shooting. You know, I can, that's how we got to the NBA where it is today, somebody being creative within the rules. Um, that were placed, somebody being creative on how they did their handles, how they shot their shot. I mean, Stephen Curry done changed the whole game. That you, what, the shots that he take now, that was taboo when I was coming up in high school. Four or five feet behind a three-part arc, and now that's just regular for people. They just pop up. Just, just I normally make this shot, so I'm going to pop up, <laughs> post up right here, and I'm going to make this shot. So, you know, kind of creating your own lane within the confines of the rules and regulations because there's still laws. You're still having to adjust to be within the confines of the... You're going to always have to adjust. Always have to adjust. adjust. You're going to always have to to adjust, but that adjustment that you're adjusting to is because you chose to play that game. Mm -hmm. You chose to be in there. Right, right. 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 So if I want to be a part of a society and not be behind bars, then I'm going to obey the laws. Uh, I'm a, I'm that a, makes sense. I'm going uh-huh. adjust within what y'all put out there for me. And if I feel like those laws are unfair, then we go and change them. They go back to our last episode about leadership. That's when we need to take out that leadership role and say, all right, well, let me get into good trouble. Let me change this because, you know, this is unnecessary. You know, we, we, don't, we don't need this. But change it and not just do it just for the sake, not just rebelling sure. for the sake of rebelling. Um, all I right. I can all right, uh, QD of the hour. QD of the hour, another version of fun facts, information for you to be able to share with your family, friends, colleagues, church members. In a national survey, Americans cited benefits of self-care as enhanced self-confidence, increased productivity and happiness. 71% of Americans believe society will collectively prioritize self-care over the next five years due to the events of the pandemic in 2020. This survey was completed in December of 2020 and included responses from more than one, more than 2,000, excuse me, Americans online. Was the pandemic that powerful? For real? For real? I think for some people it was. It really was. Um, I don't know. I, I, maybe I shouldn't say this. I liked it. You like the pandemic? Yeah. You like the... Explain that for us, please. This, not, not the pandemic itself, not the illnesses, not people dying. Of course. Um, not the families that were affected because they lost a loved one. Um, I lost an aunt. Um, so that was, that was difficult. What I did like was re- the, the realignment that we've done as a society. 
You know, it was always busy, 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 work, 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 nine to five, um, eight to six, you know, working 12, 14, 15 hours, focusing on what I can do from the money that I make from that 12, 14, Mm -hmm. 15 hours. And I think there's been a shift where people are more in tune with what I do with my time as opposed to how much money I make and what I can get with the money I make. For sure. Not to say that the materialism isn't still out there because there's still stuff that I want, but the focus have shifted to me on time and what I do on this earth and how I spend moments. It's big for me that I was okay with uh, chilling at the house and watching the kids grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get, you know, I was, I was cool with I was cool with the family life. But, you know, prior to that, it's like, work, work, work. They need this. They need that. Okay. Maybe they need my time, too. For sure. Um, so that's, that's why I say I liked it. It, yeah. it, gave, me, it gave me a chance to, to, to really look at that and maybe some other people, too. And companies have had it to change, like, their whole way of doing mm-hmm. business and, mm-hmm. and how they communicate with their, with their people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like everything moved, like, so quickly. Everything's progressed so quickly in the last century, like, mm-hmm. in the 20th century. It's like... Um, that was an unfortunate break, you know, because like you said, we did lose a lot of lives. But it was a break. It was like a, it was like a pause. And um, everybody's having to kind of rethink things, you know? Um, and, and, and so I agree yeah. from that perspective, yeah. All right, uh, D, can, can you read that? It's on the screen. Is it too small for you? No, I got it. Okay. So even with the COVID-19 pandemic behind us, a new normal has created a greater need to prioritize self-care. Self-care is inclusive of nutrition, nutrition, stress reduction, and exercise to help keep a person happy, healthy, and resilient. Practicing self-care isn't always easy, but we must find time to carve out space to address ourselves. All right. Oh, yeah, you were supposed to ask D a question about self-care. You got anything for Oh, um, what does it look like, D? What does Mm-mm. self-care look like? Mm-mm. Baby girl, come so, on, man. You, 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 something now. you don't do it? I'm throwing you nope. the pass. Catch you to run with it. I know you got something for me now. You don't do it? Do I what? Do self-care. I definitely in, engage in self-care. What, what does it look like to you? Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm going to get you. I just, hold on, hold on. I just asked you that. that. I just <laughs> asked you that, and you didn't want to answer it. But then no, when Kerber asked no, you that. I did. I did want to answer it, but I had to regulate because I wanted to be tactful when I responded. <laughs> I love it. Well, look right? at me. So Don't look at Kerber when you answer this. I didn't want to come feel... off and it be offensive. <laughs> I wanted to be tactful with my communication. And now after having a few moments to reflect... I am able to proceed and, you know, answer okay. the question as you all presented it to me. Just real nice um, nasty just then. Real nice. But y'all, I, I have to reflect, though. Like, I have, because when I don't reflect and I just jump out the hip, y'all, I'm not using wisdom. That's that's how I feel. Like, I have to, you know, that that's me, though. Some people can just come out the hip with it, you know. And you a person I've seen do very well coming out the hip. I like to kind of. But like I'm already reflecting. See, see, see yeah. yeah I, so my reflection is different, my, yeah, you know. Just so. the way in. And but you, we hear those. We all see. We I, I'm not just. I'm telling you. Um, for me, self care is really being able to um, spend time with with myself. And I and mm-hmm. I know that's like well, that's what self care is. But um, for me, as a single mother, my day is pretty much set up. What I'm going to be doing, you know, working 40 hours a week 
coming home, getting him helping with homework, bathing, and that's just seven days a week, and it's just going. So self-care for me is when I can really take moments to indulge by myself. Um, sometimes, you know, it may be, I can't even say, some people say going out there, I can't say that because that's a daily. Um <laughs> But it's just me really thinking about, for me, self-care is more personal. So it's not really what I can do to take care of myself, but it's me of how can I grow myself? Like that is really how I care about myself in this space that I'm in right now of my life. How am I growing daily? So it's me processing how am I becoming a better mother? How am I becoming a better person? You know, where am I wanting to go within my career? Where am I wanting to go in how I see and value and interact with family and friends? For me, that matters to me because for me, that's what the pandemic taught me is that you can be too busy and you can miss some of the most important things of your life. And Mm. I... As an advocate for mental health, I know a lot of what we do, you know, there is a lot of physical and, you know, we, we have to do everything. But the mental and being in a space where I'm able to protect my mental health is so important to me because I have yeah. seen that me being able to protect my mental health allows me to be more productive. Right. Me being able to protect my mental health is me really getting more conscious about you know, my physical health as well in the setting that I am. I talk to Taisha often about this is something that I need to improve on and coming into awareness. There's something that's not connected here, right? There's a problem, but being in a mental space to recognize that and not just saying, oh, well, this is how I am, right? And I think that's what you're talking about when we talk. I know it's kind of different, but getting into that space of I need to improve me. And that is what self-care means for me is what do I need to do to improve me? For some people, it may be nutrition. But if you are already a person to eat healthy and and that's just who you are as a person, nutrition may not be an emphasis of self-care for you. Right. That's just what you do. But for me or it may be just it's just for me, it's just it's hard to explain because I'm still gaining knowledge of the proper ways to care for myself. Um, And so one of my primary focuses right now is the mental aspect, um, the the relationship aspect, who I'm connected to and who I allow to connect to me. That's another aspect. Like I remember there were relationships that I've had to cut off. You know what I'm saying? Friendships that I've been okay with us not talking like we used to you know what i'm saying me not trying to force relationships with you know partners or whomever else it's just like i'm okay with it and that's part of me caring for myself so um that's just where i am right now and that's what self-care looks like for me was that one of those people that you cut off you still sitting beside me so obviously right now you know because you said you you know you talk to taisha often and my phone don't ring <laughs> <laughs> with your name attached to it. I'm, uh, you're also a married man, and so there's boundaries in how I communicate with you as okay. a you know a person. But you could text and say, "Man, you good?" Yeah, you still still boundaries. Okay, okay. You know, well, sounds man. like he needs that from you. Did from from time to time. Okay, yeah. I hear you now. See, yeah. I didn't I didn't get that message. I appreciate you because I didn't get that, but I got you. He was being tactful. He was being very tactful. Um, but. You know when you were saying <laughs> so, <laughs> when you were saying about the for you self care is kind of like growth. It's it's a little bit the opposite for me. I need to slow down and enjoy mm. the moment, uh, enjoy the ride. You know, uh, somebody told me that years ago. 
and my aspirations, trying to get ahead. You know, you get out of college, you get your little first job, second job, and you're thinking about um, trying to climb that ladder. I'm going to management, and then once I go into management, I'm going to be a director, and so on and so forth. And it's like, hey, enjoy the journey. I'm like, you just telling me this because you're not trying to give me that position that I want right now. But fast forward years later, I really should enjoy that, 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 that time. I yeah. should enjoy learning and figuring out things and uh, overcoming certain obstacles and, and, and just reflecting and slowing down and reflecting on the things that ha- I have accomplished is something that I really have to put into to practice. And when I do, that is self-care for me. So. It, it can be di- it can look different on your journey. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can be in a place one one day you could be in a place where um where you know uh where you have to slow down. Other other times you can be in a place where you need to grow. Other times you may just need to respect yourself a little more, you know. Um create boundaries like you say with yourself and um, yeah it can look different on your journey it's about paying attention to yourself and that's another form of self love right there paying you know, attention self-care. to yourself it's yeah. paying attention to yourself how you feel um, don't you, you do know. that in yoga huh don't you do that in yoga you, you pay do attention. do that in yoga pay you attention to yourself yeah in, yeah it's a good segue because we got a yoga instructor right here yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Do you feel like yoga is a, you feel like it's a, I won't say a path to self-love, but is it a, I guess it's a healthy way of promoting self-love? Yeah, what do you feel about the connection between the two, self, self-care, self-love, and, and, and that the practice? The connection between the two? Uh, self-love and the practice of yoga. Um, I mean, for me, just the philosophy, if one chooses to follow the philosophy of yoga, it's not even just showing up on the mat when you are there, mini yoga mat, um, just to engage in the whatever you're seeking to receive. But, you know, here in the West, I think oftentimes we associate yoga with just doing the physical postures um, that people typically see. But it's also showing up for yourself off the mat, being able to find stillness, being able to let go of any attachments uh, outside of you showing up and being present for yourself in that moment in time. Um, so again, being able to implement those things off the mat in my everyday you know, life. Uh, how am I showing up for myself? Mm. How am I perceiving things? How am I being intentional about the things that I, I, you know, I strive to obtain? Um, how am I showing up for others, you know, and, and doing it in a graceful, non-judgmental way, you know, um, operating from a place of love. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, I always talk about breathing, the importance of breathing and finding stillness. You will physically feel the changes or you will experience the physical changes within your body once you just start to connect the breath and, and get in tune with self. Um, yeah. You know, when you you were talking about breathing, that also I, you did not say this, but it made me it, it took me to you have mentioned this before. Um, the gut is, is that connected with breathing? Is that something totally different? Yeah, I mean, every I feel like every part of the body is connected, connected. to the okay. gut and the brain health. You know, there is some connection there. Um, I can't elaborate in full details, but yeah. Um, you know, oftentimes we get that gut feeling or the instinct to do okay, okay. things. There is a connection there, um, a scientific breakdown. You know, you guys can just do your research on it. Um, but, yeah. So, um, last question before we kind of end it. But do y'all think our culture is 
do they understand self-care, open to self-care? Uh, I definitely think we're open to it. I don't always think that we understand it. You know, I'm, I'm talking about self-care with me slowing down. She was talking about growth. I see a lot of people be going on vacations, going to day parties, and, you know, and not say. That yeah, they say that's self-care. I, I can't say it. Ain't? I got a question on that, boy. Go ahead. Go ahead. The answer the question or the answer the question with a question? It's like, a, okay, you got the question, you have a sub-question kind okay. of that falls up under that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead with your, your so like you, were, like you were saying, um, a lot of people equate, people equate self-love, self-care with a lot of different things. I've seen people equate it with, um, with sex. Huh? I've seen people equate it with sex. I like, think you just trying to find with, a way to bring with, that into it. I'm not. I'm not at all. <laughs> you trying to find a way to get me back for the last episode. But anyway, oh my anyway, do you, my question is: um, Is promiscuity self care? No, it's not. I can't. I can't see in in no way, shape, form, or fashion that it's self care. It could be something that you want to do. It could be something that you learn from. But self care. I don't mm-hmm. really think so either. Because I, 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 I've seen people like uh, just on social media, like when, when a woman is, you know, uh, say she just got a relationship or something, and she's, you know, I see women vouching for her, um, you know, involving herself with a lot of men. I've I've seen that involving herself with a lot of men sexually. You, you say you see and, other and women vouching vouching for her, for her saying, that, saying that, that's that. saying that's. Um, she just uh, like loving herself. Nah, that's that's with all due respect to the women that are at the table. That's them being in the defense mechanism. They just they defending her just for the sake of defending her in that moment. And I that, don't see that as a form of self care. Me yeah. personally, I nah. don't. But I mean, that's that goes back to what you were saying about people confusing oh, okay. self self care, okay. self love yeah. for you yeah, know as as something else. You do what you do. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, but don't. But that's what I'm saying. Like them doing what they want to do. Like people, people, people look at that as, you know, she's self care. You know, this she's doing this what goes she wants to, to do. go back to the the, yeah, the beginning of it, right? Uh-huh. The, no, the beginning topic when D said sometimes you just got to tell the truth. Ain't no self care. Ain't no. <laughs> I want to say the word, the H word, so bad. Ain't no self care in prom- promiscuity. Is that yeah. just how promiscuity? Right? Yeah. But I really want to say the H word. That, yeah. uh, uh, W-H. The W. <laughs> I knew it was the H-O word, but not, uh, you know. And there's no self-care in that. It's, it is what it is. Because that's, that's really, you're adding body, body count. You, you're connecting yourself with different souls. Then physically, the more people you're engaging with, it's just not good for your body in general. Now, that being said, people do what they want to do. I'm telling you, look, I was talking to a chick. She was trying to put me on a home girl, and she was like, Oh, and she and she was like, and I went nah, like <laughs> I, a, a chick who's a friend of mine. She was trying to put me on a home girl, and she was like, she was basically like, you know, y'all can have fun because I was saying I don't know, you know, I, I see how she carry herself. I don't know if I might be, I don't know if I'd be interested in her like that, and because I know how she carries herself. She was like, you know, y'all just try it out. Y'all probably have fun, you know. She basically she, you know, after y'all talk a little bit, she'll let you hit it. You know, it's basically you know what she was saying. And, and what she said it's was TMI, Josh. And what she saying, right? And what she was, what she was saying <laughs> was right. He keep going. They keep on going. What she, what she was saying was, you know, she she like to have fun. You know, she. Yeah, but she, that's that's not that's having fun. That's not self care. Yeah. I feel like I feel like people get it confused, but I yeah. feel like you broke it down though in a yeah. way that 
Um, that's saying don't get it confused basically that, and self self care can be fun but if it's at any point detrimental to you then it's no longer self care if it at any point can I ain't gonna say can be because going out and having a good time with your friends can be if you did it on a consistent basis right mm. every day it can be detrimental but if you stop it before then you're okay uh, you can't really stop connecting a soul like you just add a number after number and it's, there's no way so it's kind of like promiscuity. I be weary of what you, yeah, what you get yourself into yeah. with, with anything. But um, so to go back to yeah, your you question, the original question, not the oh, sub oh, question, the culture, the culture thing. What was the question? Uh, I think I said, how do our culture? Do they understand it, and do they are they more accepting of self care? I think is what I was trying to ask. What do you what, think? <laughs> you 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 gonna say y'all. to go back to my question like you was gonna answer it and then put it back she just on me? To get away yeah. from my question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. I, um, no. Uh, as far as uh, I do think we as a society, if I go back yeah, to as a society, we uh, you got another one. As a society, we are more accepting of self care, but I don't think we always understand it, and that's something to. Mm, um, yeah. I was going to ask you this question about yoga, but the, the reason why I say uh, therapy is good is because you hear a lot of good things from time to time on social media. You have this therapist or this mental health advocate sharing various things, and it really is good in general, but is it good for you? And when you have that personal relationship with a or therapeutic alliance with a therapist, then y'all can discuss that. Y'all can process that. Okay, what does self-care look like for me? For me. Again, me, me and Dee gave two different, um, basically two different things, but it's still the same thing. She more focusing on growth and being in tune into what she lets resonate with her. And mine is more focused at this moment, resting, slowing down, and um being mindful of you know where I met my my past accomplishments and so on and so forth. That's what I was going to say. Too. I think it's important. I always say this, which y'all, you know, both of you sharing. I feel like you both had to find stillness in order to figure out what self care looked like for you both. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I think that's something that we can all benefit from being able to find stillness. So if we're asking these things, allowing those things to come to us what, intuitively, you know, it's, did I use yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, good job, good job. <laughs> <laughs> First time I heard that laugh yeah, yeah. It slipped down on me Oh gosh But really you know Just being able to find stillness um, So if that's five minutes a day For yourself Two minutes a day If you're in the bathroom You know if you have children or family Sometimes it's, it's hard to find five minutes For yourself But I would encourage everyone To make that time for yourself um, Just set a timer And if you're just sitting there having Various thoughts, it's okay. They're going to go. They're going to float away. They may come back, but just being able to be present in that moment in time. Um, and I think y'all pointed yeah. out to one of the... I printed out. <laughs> Lord, forgive me, because ain't nothing been printed. But on one of the previous episodes, um, one of the guest speakers that you had talked about the power of having conversation with self and being able to really talk to you because Mm -hmm. no one knows you like you know you Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. I think it's where kind of where you kind of pull all these different aspects that we've talked about in your life when it comes to knowing your truth implementing boundaries right um 
self-reflection, self-accountability, all of those things encompass self-care. And that's what self-care looks like, being able to pull all those things into who you are as a person, emotional intelligence. Like, it's not just this running the bath water. Yeah, that's that's going to clean you. Yeah, that's going to relax your muscles. Good old bubble bath, but, Yeah, but that ain't really, when you really talking about how does that improve your quality of life, mm-hmm. it don't. You know what I'm saying? When it comes down to it, like I said, going on vacations, that's good because it gives you exposure. Um, but if you don't do anything with that exposure, it doesn't improve your quality of life. And so that's kind of what self-care is in, in forms of me now. It's like, what am I doing that's improving my quality of life? Because that's the only thing that I'm accountable for. And that life is, on, this is the only one I have, mm, right? Yep. And the life I live is going to be beneficial to my son. It's going to be beneficial to my siblings because it may open up avenues. It may create ideas. It may shift the way in which they see life for themselves. And that, to me, is how we be successful with this notion of self-care. Um, and even uh, as you were talking, I was thinking about self-care is also different based on what you're facing in that moment, right? right? Um, resilience is a part of all of that, right? So you got to build your resilience and you got to be able to to persevere. Um, and if you're adding stuff to you, you know, in my role as a therapist, things are being brought to me, I'm holding it, I'm dealing with it, I'm adding on to some things that I wouldn't normally have. And so my self-care is going to look a little bit different too. Um, and sur- people that I surround myself with, I think it's one of y'all said that earlier, the people you're surrounding yourself with can help as as well. Um, did you add some, Josh? Nah, man, I can I couldn't hear nothing you said. That bedroom <laughs> voice again. I'm telling y'all, man. that boy is. Subscribe Woo. to Speaking with Gravity on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> uh, we'll make it easy for you. Put it in, in in the uh, show notes. Uh, the event needs check out Six One Rentals. Um, code at readyconsultant dot com. Um, if you need help with con- consultation. Um, and her therapy, um, check her out on that website. Correction, I am not providing therapy. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Correction, uh, I do consultation okay. services Break it at down. the moment. Okay. Okay. When he tried to talk loud, he messed up. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> check out gravitycounselinggroup.com <laughs> uh, and check out what we're doing over there. Uh, shout out to Mr. Winston for holding it down on the audio and the visual production. Check him out on winstonjstewart.com. Um, by the time that this episode come out, you will have missed his first uh, art gallery. Uh, Let's go. He got a couple more coming, so just just keep a lookout um, on his website for the things that he got coming up in 2023. All right, Josh. <laughs> I'm going to let you go ahead and have your moment. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You ain't going to let me have my moment. Yeah. It's your moment. Uh, you got 15 yes. seconds. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, check out, um, so on YouTube, Joshua Garvey Williams. Uh, check out uh, our show on there, uh, we basically we talk to random folks. It's crazy. We go out and talk to random folks. We ask them these really thought-provoking uh, questions. The whole idea of it is to make people reflect. Y'all would not believe the responses that we get from people on questions like, where do you get your peace from? On questions like, um, what's the importance of your perspective? Um, what's the greatest gift you can give a child? The responses that you hear um, you know, on these questions are just really thought provoking, um, and that's what that's what we that's what we uh, inspire to do is to create a culture, you know, a culture shift, you know, people who 
really are thoughtful in, um, you know, in how we address the world. Thank you all for taking the time to listen. You could be doing anything in the world, but you chose to listen to us, and we appreciate that. This ain't therapy. This isn't therapy. It's a podcast. Let's go. Let's go.